but I heard the fireman's testimony. You have an unimportant fact. I suspected, I suspected the postman after he testified. I suspected. I Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. Suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact. A hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time in this series... The Troubleshooter. Do you remember these scenes? George Morrow, investigating the Golden Nugget Mine in the Klondike region, has been shot and killed. When Sergeant McKenzie arrives... You think the shot came from somewhere in here, eh? Yes, I saw a puff of smoke up here, Sergeant. Mr. Morrow is facing this pile of rocks, and the bullet hit him square in the forehead. The killer was either lucky or a good shot, Carson. Over 900 yards. And a short time later, while two suspects some 900 yards away were attempting an escape... To get away, it means we hang. Pick them off, Flack. Okay. And John Flack did hit them, ladies and gentlemen, completing the hidden clue. Only an expert marksman is likely to hit so small an object as a man at the distance of over half a mile. Now we present Silk Thieves. Late on the night of October 20th, a large black touring car comes to a stop before a rickety, decaying river pier in a large city on the East Coast. Okay, boys. It's clear. Come on. How much silk you got this time? The usual ten bolts. Make it snappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Come on, you guys. Here you are. Here's one for you. Right, careful, careful. Well, I'll pick you up. I'll grab a taxi, Jane. As soon as we get the silk out, you beat it back to the apartment. And watch out you don't get picked up for speeding. Mm, don't worry about me. You almost finished, Jack? Yeah, yeah. There's just two more. Okay, I'll take one. So long, Jane. I'll see you in about an hour. Right. Take it easy. Yeah. Let's go, Jack. Every day. Was there any trouble? No, it's a setup. Yeah, I got it figured out. Are the Schultz boys ready? Yeah. They signaled it was clear a couple of minutes ago. Now watch your step. Give me a hand, Ted. I got it. Take this bolt. All right, Pete. Shove up. Some work, eh? Oh, boy, you said it. Ten bolts of silk for $3,000. Only two hours' work. Nice little ride on the river. A few more hauls like that, Jack, and we'll be sitting pretty. Good morning, Merchants Insurance Company. 
Mr. John Branston? I'm sorry, but he's busy right now. Is there a message? I called you in, Riley, because neither the police nor our regular detectives seem to be getting anywhere. Frankly, I don't approve of your methods. You want these silk thieves caught, Briston. My methods are my own personal worry. Yes, yes, I suppose so. Okay. Now, my fee is $1,000 a week, plus expenses. $1,000 a week? Good Lord, Riley, that's it. Suit yourself. I have plenty of other work to do. All right. But see that your expenses aren't too high. Oh, there's one other thing. I want a list of every silk supply house robbed, whether you wrote its insurance or not. And then forget about it. I want an absolutely free hand in this case, in every sense of the word. Any interference from my Yes, no doubt they're following a system, at least to a certain extent. Higgins, the whole thing's a system. A robbery is committed every third night, and every four jobs forms a square. Say that's right. Now, if they stick to this system, and it has its good points, the ninth robbery should be tonight. The place robbed is near either Grant and Ninth Streets, or Kearney and Fifth. Also... The robberies have been committed between 10 and 11.30 at night. Let's say we pile in the car and ride around in that vicinity. We might see something in Doesn't seem to be anything doing around here, Riley. Hmm. Either they've quit the system or... Uh, look, cut over to Kearney and Fifth Street to the next corner, Higgins. Right. Slow down as you pass the alley. If nothing happens tonight, Riley, I have a plan that might work. Well, let's hear it. Will you keep working the job for this? There's a car in the alley there. Come on. You go down the other side. Have your gun ready. Okay. Hey, just a minute there. What are you doing in there? in a car for the ambulance, Smithers. Right. I'll use the box down the street. Now, easy does it, Mr. Easy, now. Easy. Uh, easy, there. Hello, Mulrooney. Well, speak of the devil. What are you doing here, Riley? Bad says to you. Oh, be God, I know that a nice way to talk, Sergeant Mulrooney. Oh, how's Higgins? I'm okay, Riley. Where'd they get you? They just nicked me. How are you? Here, give me a hand up, Mulrooney. Okay. Here, here, here. As I fired, I jumped backwards and knocked my head against the building. Uh, no, would you mind telling me what it's all about? Another silk robbery, Mulrooney. The India Silk Supply House. The devil, you say. Those Orientals will be the death of me. Yeah, they've gotten clean away by now. But let's go inside and have a little look around. You know, you may learn something, Sergeant, if that's possible. Same gang of thieves, Riley. Yeah. You see the hole cut through the floor there? Well, one of them hides in the basement until the place is closed. Then he cuts away up through the floor. Yeah, and once they're inside, it's no job to break out and back out. Hmm. That's a pretty big hole. It's the same size as usual. And every time they've bored six holes first and then used the saw. Mm-hmm. Well, they do follow a system. Huh? What system? Uh, uh, skip it. Say, do you mind if I take some of these wood shavings? <laughs> You're welcome to the whole lot of them, Riley. The thieves, bad says to them, use a Hawkins brazen bit, and it's sold in every five and ten cent store in the state. Oh. And is there anything else a humble police sergeant can tell a super intelligent detective like yourself? No, you've told me enough, Mulrooney. Huh? Believe it or not, Mulrooney, 
This one job has given me a good idea who the silk thieves are, and I want to capture them in the act. Haven't you seen Ed Wentworth yet, Riley? No, he was at the insurance office again. But I had a long talk with Jim Howland, sales manager of the India Silk Company, Higgins. A very long talk. What's he like? He's hard to make out. He's the type that makes you do all the talking. When he answers a question, well, he doesn't answer it. Mm -hmm. Naturally, we'll keep an eye on him. But I have a hunch he's innocent. If everything works out right and they follow their system once more, we'll catch these silk thieves. before some cop comes along and asks fool questions. Mrs. Wentworth, oh. come in. Who are you, and how did you get in? The insurance company employed me, Mrs. Wentworth, to catch you and your husband. I don't know what you're talking about. If you don't leave immediately, I'm well, going I to... save it, sister. You can do your talking in court. Where's your husband? How should I know? Take your filthy hands off me before Take I... Take it easy, sister. We'll wait for your husband. And just to make sure you behave quietly, we'll slap some adhesive tape across your lipstick. Oh, I... Somebody's coming down the hall, Riley. Stand in front of Mrs. Wentworth. Okay. Stick him up. Look out, he... Drop your gun, Wentworth. Okay, Riley, but I... I'll have you do... Save it, pal. Your wife's been here for over an hour, and we haven't been holding hands. Uh, Torture, eh? You dirty rat, I'll get you for this. We've just been talking, Wentworth. She told how she broke into various silk supply houses, how you two shot us up the other evening, and... little fool, you always did talk too much. If you'd keep your trap shut... Leg Schultz's lawyer. To Leg Schultz, eh? Oh, he's got a warehouse full of stolen silk. Thanks, pal. One side, Higgins, and let him see his wife. <laughs> Who talked, Wentworth? Huh? Her mouth has been taped shut ever since she got here. It must be painful for both of you. Why, you... Keep your shirt on. Your big mistake, Wentworth, was the robbery of the India Silk Supply House, your own company. You see, I knew it was an inside job. A few hours later, when Leg Schultz and the other silk thieves were in custody... And you didn't suspect Wentworth in particular? Mm, no, Higgins, I didn't. Charlie and Tim were covering Jim Howland. I see. I sort of had a hunch it was Howland, but... 
Why you figured the India Silk robbery was an inside job? That's beyond me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I wouldn't tell anyone but you, Higgins, because it's a professional secret. And because Sergeant Mulrooney, bless his thick head, might learn to be a detective. But when... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Private Detective Riley to suspect that the robbery of the India Silk Supply House was an inside job? Write into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to check your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. Suspicion.